Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And before we find out what the drunk women got up to at this year's Edinburgh Fringe Festival, there's just time to tell you that you can see them live on Sunday, the 1st of September, 2019, when they take part in the Guilty Feminist crossover season to become Drunk Guilty Feminists Solving Crime, along with Deborah Francis White and a special guest. That's happening at King's Place, York Way in London, and you can get tickets from drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Drunk women Drunk women Drunk women Drunk women Drunk women Monday and you're like, should we be drinking this much on a Monday? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's having a drink? I've been on it for a couple hours. I just want to. <laughs> I'm very invested in the brand. Um, we are a true crime comedy podcast. I know it doesn't sound like those things should go together. It sounds a little distasteful, <laughs> doesn't it? And there are moments where it will be. <laughs> I'm just going to do what we always do at the top of the old podcast. First of all, I would like to introduce my lovely sidekicks. We've got Hannah George. Thank you. Thank they weren't you. sure for a second. They're like, hmm. shall we? No. Two first names? I don't know. <laughs> We've got Katie Wilkins. <laughs> I am Taylor Glenn. And uh, so what is this all about? Why are we here? What is this? 
what's going on? This is where Black Stripe Rum meets Black Widow. This is where Guille Cognac meets Guillotine. Hey! <laughs> I know. I know. That is I know. my new favorite. <laughs> I got a C in French. Uh, Cold River Vodka meets Cold Blooded Killer. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of oh, lime. Oh, just a little one for the listeners there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good. Well, I think uh, I think we're ready to go. Without further ado, I would love to introduce our guest for this evening. It is the brilliant Australian comedian, writer, and award-winning podcaster. Her show Mythos is on at the Gilded Balloon. It's Alice Fraser. Yay, Yay Alice. Hello. How are you all feeling in yourselves morally? <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> m- morally ambiguous. Oh, good. That's a good Guillotine. <laughs> Am I right? Alice, could you please kick us off, as all of our guests do? Would you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes, I have. Uh, an attempted crime, which is a crime. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, in, I, I lived in New York for a year, and I was coming home from a gig very late at night. I was in the Bronx. I was in a park. I was talking on a mobile phone to my brother in Australia. All the things you're meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> and a man leapt out from the darkness, Ooh. and he said, uh, have you got any money? <laughs> And I said, I was on the phone, I was like, oh, maybe tomorrow, mate. Uh, (laughs) And I got about five steps further and I realised he'd had a knife. (laughs) I thought he was sort of panhandling or begging, uh, but I had just dismissed him with such confidence he didn't know what to do. <laughs> wow. I love it. Stab me, me tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> it's given me an entirely inflated sense of, of my own safety walking around at night. I'm like, if I'm confident enough, no one can get me. <laughs> I'm too grandiose for muggings. <laughs> well, actually, it's backed up by science data, uh, ah. which is that you can walk in a way that is, is non-victimy. Uh, not to, not to sound victim blamey, but they did this study in a couple of jails with men who'd been violent offenders and oh, they yeah. were picking people out of that they would go walking for. videos that they would go <gasps> okay. for. Ooh. And so it's basically, I mean, there's a broad correlation between if you walk with confidence, they don't mm, see right, you as a potential. Because they want to pick off the weak. Yeah. yeah, it's that real wow. like old like And I know the listeners, the listeners at home yeah. won't get this, but you guys will. So this is what you want to do. <laughs> oh, God. Make sure you're in a maxi dress. <laughs> For the listeners, <laughs> Taylor is striding across the stage. I don't know how to describe this. No, I mean, there it, it defies description. That's the whole point. That's the whole, but you're not going to fuck with that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like a sumo squat <laughs> meets uh, John Wayne. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. I, I mean, again, not to uh, be any in any way victim blamey, but it, it does mean yeah. that now I walk like I'm on my way to punch someone in the face. And yeah, <laughs> so yeah. far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened afterwards? Did Punched he, a lot he, of people in the face. <laughs> what? <laughs> was he just confused? He was just confused. I got away with it completely. He oh just was God, befuddled. I didn't amazing. look back, but he didn't follow me. So I assume he just had never met with like a kind of a... A blase. Classist awkwardness. I'm not not even going to end my call. Like, that's how confident you were. I don't have time. I got done in the park today. We were walking here, and me and Taylor were walking here, and there was this, like, teenage girl, and she just said, uh, watch out for that dog poo. So I went, like that. And so did I. And then she just looked at me and went, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's as bad as being threatened with a knife, (laughs) but... 
it, it was recent and it yeah it mm. felt but we were walking so confidently weren't we yeah i don't know if i was quite doing those squat walks but <laughs> i just i just bring in my step we were coming here. It's amazing that you met the one guy in... What, sorry, was this in Central Park? No, it was it in the was Bronx. It was in the Bronx, yeah. Okay. You met the one guy there who couldn't get a gun for some reason. <laughs> so well done. Oh, so stressful. When I went to America and I got on the train from the airport into New York and uh, there was a sign on the train on the subway that said... Uh, don't paint toys as guns or guns as toys. It was a public service announcement. <laughs> and I was like, enough people do that that they need an ad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also the Toys R Us tagline. It's just, it's a hell of a place. What we like to ask on the podcast when someone shares, because uh, surprisingly, every woman we've had on can say, yes, I have been the victim of a crime. Um, so we like to ask, you know, if that person was here right now, what what would you say to them? Or would you ask them any questions? Uh, or would you just get on the phone? I mean, what would you do? I mean, I would probably say, no, really, tomorrow, mate. I'll have a <laughs> change for you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would say, believe in yourself more. <laughs> oh. Lovely, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's really heartwarming, actually. <laughs> it is amazing the amount of women that we have on there. They're just like, namaste. Just namaste. It's fine. <laughs> Which means hi. Does it? Yeah. Isn't like higher. Yeah, it's sort of like, hey, how you doing? Does it? It's is that all it means? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, This is one of many reasons I don't do yoga anymore. <laughs> Yeah, That's just going to keep me back for another I few I thought days. it meant the torture is over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it, it meant I held my fart in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alice is going to be a great detective. You have so much knowledge. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> what? Namaste doesn't mean what we think it means. I have a lot of knowledge and none of it useful. <laughs> oh, it will be. It will oh, be. it will be because... Dun, dun, dun. Alice used to be a lawyer. <gasps> wow. Not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what type of lawyer were you? Uh, I was in a very large corporate law firm. Oh, uh, that sounds ooh. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about uh, I thought about criminal law uh, in my first year of university. I shadowed a criminal lawyer and it made me so sad. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, criminal lawyers are just tough as nuts. They're just corrugated oh. iron. I don't think I could stomach it. Because uh, wow. it it's so harrowing. It was so harrowing. The chap I was shadowing was defending uh, an accused, uh, a man who had been accused of raping his stepdaughter. Ugh. And uh, he was saying that she would made it up because she was on heroin. And she was on heroin, but she was oh saying she was God. on heroin because he'd abused her. Oh and it was just God. like, uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, it was so. And then basically you think about what you want to do every day. And if it is hang out with criminals, <laughs> uh, then that's the job for you. Yeah. Wowzers. Actually, I think like doing Edinburgh is harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stressful, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't have to worry if you're going to fill a courtroom. <laughs> five star crime, five star crime. <laughs> that was the right time to hear a cork pop. Yeah. <laughs> Alice, thank you so much for sharing that, and we look forward to putting your skills into use. So corporate law, so, sorry, I, I'm still curious. I'm still curious. But like what kind of case, how long did you do it and what kind of cases did you deal with? Uh, I did it for a year and a day, uh, which I thought was a good fairy tale num yeah. number which, <laughs> oh, that's to awesome. disappoint that's my parents. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, we were a large firm, so we were mainly representing very big corporate clients against various other interests. Mm. And I, I, d I didn't f mind the law side. It was the corporate kind of toxic environment. I just right. got sick of waking up every morning wishing I'd been born a jellyfish. 
or sort of desperately hoping I'd get in a car accident on the way to work because <laughs> jellyfish, de- jellyfish and corpses don't have to deal with indemnity clauses. <laughs> That's oh a sign. <laughs> well, good, good job change. I used to be a psychotherapist. Look at me now. <laughs> Life is great. It's a similar I'm thing. <laughs> I, I think it's a similar thing. You're sort of billing yourself out in increments of time mm. so you know exactly how much your time is worth. Yeah. And at the point that you get to where you're like, what would I buy with that money? I would buy that hour back. <laughs> mm. That's when it's time to go. Same yeah. with sponging trauma as well. <laughs> anyway, guys, are you having a <laughs> shit great time? Okay, <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we uh, we tackle a historical true crime case, and I'm the only one with the details of that case. Stop peeking, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and we sort of unravel it a bit like a quiz. Ooh. There is an audience mic, so feel free to go. It's <laughs> particularly you Thanks, three people guys, back it's there. It's only the yeah. three people at <laughs> the you. back. Oh my god, Hannah's so beautiful. Something like that. Just, <laughs> sorry, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> now, Just do it now. <laughs> we can tell she's the youngest in the group. Oh. <laughs> All right. Good old Detective Buster. So, <laughs> with that yeah. is my nickname on the podcast. So many people. Thank you very much, person that listens. I do not know why my name is. Believe Detective it or Buster. not, it came about do. very naturally. We're like, you talk about butt stuff a lot. And there you go. Katie and I haven't landed on nicknames people yet. People fling so. flamingo toys at me because of Ooh. the Bugle podcast. Where yeah. I once made a joke about a flamingo and it wow. just has haunted me ever since. <laughs> oh my god, that is what the f- fuck is gonna happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> just lube up and wait. <laughs> wow. Well, that is a nice segue. Um, so, guys, this is a very famous unsolved mystery Uh-oh. slash crime we'll have to decide um, this case has led to endless speculation conspiracy theories and you'll be shocked to hear some podcasts <laughs> um, but I have no doubt that with Detective Fraser we are gonna crack this more wide open than your nan's door on a nice day <laughs> Not a euphemism. (laughs) Like, shame on you if you thought that was going a dirty route. Okay. (laughs) It's January 1959, and a group of nine students head out for a cross-country skiing expedition. Weeks later, every person in the group is found dead under mysterious circumstances. Question, where is this? Is it because they weren't good at skiing? (laughs) (laughs) They were excellent skiers. Mm. Isn't it weird that my sympathy for people that can afford to go skiing is like, <laughs> gone? <laughs> Fuck them! Fuck those pricks! I've never been skiing! I went to Froome on holiday. Froome in Somerset. Do you know it? That's where we went on holiday as a child. Fucking Froome. Is that how you say F-R-O-M-E? Yeah, Froome. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> what are you doing with those letters? It's crazy. <laughs> It's not so much that kind of skiing scene. It's a cross-country mountaineering expedition in in pretty harsh conditions. Shame on you, Hannah. Judging these athletes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Well, if it's, well, maybe Switzerland. Where where do Mm -hmm. they do cross-country skiing? That's a good guess. Okay. Mother Russia? It is Mother Russia. Oh, not just a girl who went to I would have said Russia, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was indeed Soviet Russia, which means bad accents and even worse political jokes <laughs> from this guy. Ha ha, fake news. See? <laughs> I'm going to get poisoned and I'm going <laughs> to... I'm absolutely going to deserve it. Right. Da 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 da, which means yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> so these were Polytech students. They were studying everything from radio engineering to geology. Um, any guesses how many of these nine students were women? Uh, were women allowed to ski in Russia? They were. They oh were. Wait, this is Soviet. They had the whole equality thing. If it mirrors a comedy lineup, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Wait, it's nine. Uh-huh. Uh, six are women. Oh, golly. You want to split uh, the difference? <laughs> yeah, full. Okay, Alice was the closest. It was two. Okay. Wow. Okay. Which yes, comedy is pretty lineup. much yeah. <laughs> well, the ratio of men to women in comedy. The first couple of times I was on a lineup with more than one woman, I realized why they never book more than one woman on a lineup, and it's because we immediately start talking about the rapists. <laughs> really hate that for some reason (laughs) (laughs) we can't let them rat us out see he's a good guy he's a good guy he wouldn't rape you if you asked him not to (laughs) wish we were joking about the comedy circuit but it's uh, a whole thing mm, it's a whole thing yeah let's move on okay the expedition leader the expedition leader was expedition leader i don't even know what accent that was um igor dietlov the man for which the whole incident is named the dietlov incident um igor was a talented radio engineer mountaineer i'm just trying not to burp (laughs) sorry they they couldn't call it the igor incident because of the whole frankenstein association (laughs) yeah (laughs) just sounds also like Damn it, we really missed it. What's it called? The, the, the Diet. The Diet Love Incident. Oh, imagine having such a badass surname. That's cool, right? That is like, that is it an incident cool. levels. I, mm. I'm Hannah George. I'm Georgia Asda. That's what, that's what I get. I think that's cool. <laughs> leggings are leggings. The crotch splits on all of them. Okay. <laughs> um, How sharp is your... Never mind. <laughs> Detective Razor Vag. <laughs> I'm so glad we that, finally landed on it. That's a good companion to Detective Butt stuff in some ways. Yeah. Ooh. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> What's going to happen to me? Nothing. <laughs> all right. Oh, now I'm thinking of my walk. It all comes together. Uh, okay. Igor was a talented... I swallowed the burp or something. I don't even know how that works. Igor was a talented radio engineer, mountaineer, and he was also a strong athlete and skier in top physical condition. I know which way I'm swiping. <laughs> I don't. I I seriously don't know which way you swipe on the fake Tinder account that I reference all the time because I'm a married woman and I don't understand how that works. So she claims. (laughs) Uh, Right. We love when men get assessed for their looks in our sources because every woman in history, there's a little line about like, but was she a looker? I mean, uh." and very rarely do the men get assessed. But in one of my sources, it said uh, he was not particularly good looking and he had a (laughs) gap in his teeth. Ew! I'm glad he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love a tooth gap, that sort of glamorous down the middle. like Madonna. Lauren Hutton. Yeah. Or Madonna. Who did you say? Lauren Hutton? That's a bit niche. Anyway. My granny. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Alice's granny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like it was written by, like, she would now be like 90 years old, like an ex-girlfriend who's like, fuck him. No one knows what an asshole. Anyway, um, I write BuzzFeed quizzes now. Um, (laughs) 
How old was Igor when he led this expedition? How old did this skilled mountaineer? Well, he was quite like buff, right? He was and buff. like, oh, men have until about like, I guess 57 until they're not buff. So like, was he quite old? Hannah's dating an older man. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that when you dump Toby? <laughs> Don't name him! No, it's it's, uh, (laughs) Professor Gropes. (laughs) Professor Gropes is his nickname on the podcast. He has a nickname on the podcast. I don't have a nickname. And he doesn't, he hasn't groped many people. It's fine. (laughs) Given the nickname trend, I think you should feel lucky that you don't have. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, they're not panning out very well, are they? We could have any name, any name at all. And (laughs) Razor Veg, I mean. I sound like a snowboarder though like I kind of like that like I mean the best see that. bit about it for me is that you named yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like the kid that rolls into high school and is like call me wheels but you've gone with <laughs> call me razor that that was me in high school like I used to create dares for myself because oh. nobody was friends with me so it's just like hey guys you dare me <laughs> and I know exactly what you didn't say so anyway carry on I know the dare that you did anyway carry on <laughs> I touched your breasts. My yeah, breasts. I I've been the victim Professor of a Gropes over here. We might share what I did. All right, how old is this motherfucker? Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, he's 23. <laughs> Yay! He's 23. And all the students were in their early 20s. Um, okay. One notable thing about Igor, he was obsessed with the mountain range where they were going, which is called the Ural. 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 Someone. Urals. Does somebody know? Is someone Russian? Urals. The Urals. Thank you. Well, yeah, See, we I were, wanted to do that. I'm like, no, it can't be that basic. It's going to be like. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, it's how, you pr- it's how you pronounce the, the website thingy. Ural. <laughs> Ural. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yes. Yeah. It's like the first time my mother tried to give me a website and she left this. Um, it was back when we just had answering machines <laughs> in college and she just went, okay, it's HTTP. <laughs> S and then there's a line, but it's not straight up and down. <laughs> the message was like eight minutes long. <laughs> just saying the website. It's great. Okay. Um, he was obsessed with this mountain range uh, where they were headed. He had studied it extensively. He was very drawn to the challenge of uh, its rugged terrain, and he was gung-ho about this expedition. And by all accounts, he was very qualified to do so. Um, but just bear in mind, we are talking about sub-zero temperatures, heavy snowfall. This is a Thomas Cook disaster holiday. This is, uh, <laughs> I need at least 60% of my money back, kind of thing. Now, the original number on the expedition was actually 10, but one of the members, Yuri, became ill and wound up heading back home by train. And did he make it out alive? He did, yeah. Okay. This was very early on in the expedition. I am Yuri in every situation. <laughs> like, I read this and I'm like, that's me with everything. I'm like, guys, I don't, my tummy doesn't, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um, so, yeah, Yuri but went back home and the agreement was that the rest of the nine would send him a telegram uh, when they got uh, to the next town. What's a telegram? I'm really young. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Wait, so is Yuri, he's on my list of suspects, right? Well, no. Or it's not, we're not, we're not. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead, I'm jumping ahead. In as much as he's not there and he is a tummy ache. No, he's then, he's absolutely they, not a suspect. Are they like weaker because they're a man down? Is it Mm-mm. like? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's all right. All right, all right, all right. I think we've just got sick of people saying Ural and him thinking they were saying his name. Like when there's an <laughs> Alex in the room and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm. I'm that was funnier than you gave it credit for. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was. 
it mm. was. I uh, no, you're right to you're right to question every person that I mention. So that's that's good. You're like your mother. She sounds suspicious to me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she could have killed some people up a mountain. Sorry, carry on. No, I will. Carry on, um, carry on. My point with Yuri is that that telegram never arrived and that's why um, an alert was raised in the first place because obviously they would have been off for weeks and no one would have questioned it. So it was um, I like just his confidence. <laughs> if, if someone said they were going to send me a telegram and didn't, I'd be like, oh, they don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, they love me. They love me. Something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I lo- that's so true, isn't it? It was going to be nine days if they were on course. I'm Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> I assume if it had arrived, it would have said, uh, we made it, you pussy. <laughs> um, what we do know is that the students were hiking and skiing through an area which would become known as the Dietlov Pass. Like, we get it. Everything's named after you now. Um, <laughs> but a snowstorm forced them to deviate from the route, and they had to set up camp at the top of Mount Kolatsiakl. <laughs> Help me out is on the that The Russian one? lady? No, she's not like shaking her head. Uh-uh. No. Kolatsiakl. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I meant to listen to some shit to learn how to say that, but I'm a busy girl. Uh, what you should know about this mountain is that it's believed that the local indigenous people, uh, the Mansi, considered it sacred, and passage through this area was heavily discouraged. Uh, question, had Igor ever talked about this particular mountain before? To the group? To anyone. He was obsessed with this mountain, so yes, I imagine he talked about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as if he's been told not to go through it, is this his chance to like go? Oh, we have to go through it now. Well, this is uh, there's. I actually read more than three sources, which is rare for me because I'm a slacker. But um, so I I really went down a rabbit hole with this case, and one source I couldn't find anything else to corroborate. I hate that word. I can't say corroborate. And yet you keep trying. Because <laughs> that's me. Anybody want me to do a dare? <laughs> <laughs> not the one that we're not telling you about. No. Yeah. We will now tell you I'm going to have to tell them. Oh, Jesus. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I don't. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, according to one source, Igor had talked about wanting to go there repeatedly despite the warnings, uh, describing him as a rule-breaking adventurer, um, which I guess is another word for like culturally insensitive <laughs> I don't know. it's um, like Uluru in Australia you're not meant to climb it and then people fall off it and everyone's like well <laughs> indeed absolutely um, so Kolat Siakul again apologies translates to something rather chilling given the events that are about to occur uh, chilling does, does, <laughs> 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 um, does anyone want to guess what it translates to um, death to dickheads. <laughs> Just I mean, you're not super far off. <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to die. Corpse Mountain. Ooh, Ooh that's better. That's closest yet. I was going to say my hint is Blank Mountain. <gasps> Ooh. Corpse Mountain is cool. Yeah. Corpse like Mountain a, is actually better than... Yeah, yeah. Doom Mountain. Yeah. Doom Corpse, Corpse Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Corpse Mountain is better than the real answer, and that's that's a shame. Uh, no, it's Dead Mountain. Dead Mountain. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the students dug a hole. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> what are we going to call it? Dead Mountain, probably. Just call it that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but maybe it maybe it got lost in translation. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, the student. <laughs> Cultural insensitivity. I don't know. Whatever. I didn't, I didn't have time. I didn't have time to read that Wikipedia page. Okay. The student dug a hole. The students dug a hole in the side of a mountain to camp, and it had six feet of snow settled on the ground. They all camped in the same tent, went to sleep. As far as we know, there were no problems, and they all fell asleep. Yuri uh, eventually alerts the school when he doesn't receive the promised telegram. Sorry, I'm just laughing because of what you point out. <laughs> he didn't sleep for 14 <laughs> days. A telegram is coming. <laughs> They're still my friend, even though my tummy is weak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a small rescue team is formed. Uh, now we all know, uh, from what I said at the beginning, they are all eventually found dead. More about that soon. Uh, but what was found first was the tent. Question, what was unusual about the tent? It was covered in snow. <laughs> <laughs> was it like ripped apart? It was. Ooh. <gasps> It was indeed. It was actually cut in half. What was significant about the cut? <laughs> oh, it was like a precision cut rather than like a bear mauling. Uh, or a bawling, if you will. <laughs> Not, it <laughs> was, we need to sex that up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not so much of that. So you oh. got a tent that's cut you in half. Cut in half. Cut in half. And there's something significant about it other than... Yeah. By a rock. Particularly... Which side was it cut from? Oh, the inside. inside. Cut from the inside. Oh, oh, it was one of them. One of them. <laughs> well, um, so the next thing they look for, and bearing in mind this is the first people on the scene are not authorities. They are just a little rescue party that have been assembled from the Polytechnic College. Um, so that's an interesting 
What? Polytechnic, like, that here means, like, a shit university, doesn't it? <laughs> like, I went to a polytechnic. Like, oh, it wasn't quite a polytechnic by the time I went there, but it was called Southampton Solent University, which uh, apparently the people at Southampton <laughs> University would call it the early learning centre. So... Yeah, that is a burn. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it? Did you but guys steal their mascots to get them back? <laughs> we weren't in a American team movie. But we should have done. Fair that. enough. There is that. There's that stereotype in the states too, and I wasn't sure about that. And then I found out that in some areas, it's more like specialist technical subjects. No, no, it's just oh. dumb people. <laughs> I'm joking. Like, I'm like, can I say it? Because I am it. I don't know. But um, no, it's really highly educated people. Those are my people. <laughs> I don't know. Can you say it, Hannah? Have you said it? It's out there. <laughs> we can't move beyond it. Um, so how much? So now that we think that they're an incompetent rescue team because they're very good at engineering. Um, <laughs> didn't think somebody that holiday in from from. Froom. Also, this Froom. is Russia. They might be, be a so really. Oh no, wait. No, we're in Russia. We're in Russia. We are in Russia. Okay. How many pairs of footprints were found in the snow? So there was nine of them in there. Nine of them in the tent. How many people ran away? Three. Uh, three. Two women and a man. Yeah. I don't know what they're into. One is the creepiest. Yeah. One and it's something because something one of the pairs of footprints look like this. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, Tony classic is audio gag. Someone, <laughs> a kind of sumo dance. Yeah. Someone <laughs> did the weird sumo John Wayne dance. The thing <laughs> is, if someone's gone like stabbing everyone in the tent, there's going to be blood. Mm. If they're dragging bodies, mm-hmm. there's going to be there's no blood. Drag marks. Yeah. There's no so drag marks. How like unless it snowed since whatever mm. like i mean so far my guess is altitude sickness one of them went mental oh. cut the tent open tried to escape and then the rest of them froze to death that's my guess putting it on the table very, okay. very little information but i'm saying it confidently no it's i actually solve one yeah <laughs> to put that out we've never done that <laughs> See, it's <laughs> false advertising this show. <laughs> it's so great to get clever people on the podcast Wait, they what? can solve them. Oh, sorry. I said get people from polytechnic institutes. <laughs> and you're like, no, let's get Alice Fraser. She's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bear that in mind. Spoiler. But they don't know. This is an unsolved case. So wait, Ooh. so how many footprints were Nine there? Nine sets of footprints. Oh, okay. Every single one of them. Uh, what was unusual about the footprints, though? They were covered in blood. <laughs> No, there was no, no blood. blood found at the scene whatsoever. Okay, fair enough. I'll stop going on about they blood. Were bare Where's the blood? <gasps> Sorry, Ooh. they were barefoot. They were barefoot. <gasps> I genuinely thought like it was like there was oh nine bears. Because <laughs> in my so mind brilliant. I was like, oh, it was a bear attack, and I was like, oh my god, nine of them. That's kind of cute. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, that does suggest a level of madness, though. Were they barefoot? They were barefoot. Except for wow. one person who appeared to have only one shoe on, suggesting that there was a really panicked exit. Oh, was that person? Somebody's just giggling in the front row. <laughs> Her shoe broke the other day. Her shoe broke. <laughs> Your shoe broke. <laughs> oh, you shoes! <laughs> that is friendship. You, you guys, you had to share shoes. <laughs> Wait, because one both of you, of you had a broken no, shoe. No, one of them did. And then so she, she shared. Why didn't hers? one of you wear both shoes and carry the other one on their back? 
like that too little boy said. <laughs> oh no, that's Ralph Harris. We can't. <laughs> right, he's cancelled. <laughs> he is cancelled. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Two bodies. Two bodies. It's our third show, guys. This is like a mix of hangover and drunkenness. Two bodies were discovered close to a makeshift campfire, wearing only their underwear. And when I say, I know when I say underwear, because I was, I was like, I'm sorry, but I was like picturing Victoria's Secret bras. But I mean, like long johns, like. Okay. That kind of Siberian. Oh, so they would have been warm <laughs> <laughs> when they died of being cold. Well, no, just because I had this image. I'm like, why were they in their underwear the in is. the tent? But we're talking about like long johns okay. or whatever you would call those in sure, Russia. Sure, like sure. The long, undergarments. Long vlads. The undergarments. Yeah. Long vlads. Long vlads. <laughs> it's uh, a good gag. Thanks. I wrote it down. Something was noted. <laughs> I tried to play it off as improv so you'd respect me more. Something was noted. Something was noted about a nearby tree uh, that was right by this makeshift campfire. What was unusual about the pine tree nearby? Were there nine bears in it? (laughs) (laughs) And that would be cute. Someone had carved something into the tree. Oh, good good creepy guess, but no. Okay. Uh, Bits of it were burned or... Not burned. Ripped off. Ripped off. Yeah, they were broken. They'd been trying to climb the tree. Somebody oh. had been trying to climb the tree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they because were broken. Of the because of the bears. Because of the bears. Are there bears in Russia? The floating. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. I knew that. Just wanted to make sure you knew. <laughs> uh, so three more bodies were found, and those bodies appeared to be trying to hike back to the camp about 100 meters apart. One of these included Igor. Um, what was the cause of death for these five victims who were found immediately? Hypothermia? Hypothermia. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes it's just simple. <laughs> the remaining four bodies were found months <laughs> later in the spring, uh, only after the Soviet authorities had been brought in to the investigation. They were found at the bottom of a ravine, and there, was, there were some unusual things about these bodies as opposed to the other ones. What was unusual about these bodies? Well, they're at the bottom of a ravine. Mm-hmm. Have they fallen down it and broken loads of bones? Mm. Yes, there were there were some internal injuries. Okay. In these bodies, yeah. But okay. Also, yep. some external injuries. Some mm. stabbing. Some Ooh. stab wounds. Not stab wounds. Oh, just <gasps> falling down a ravine wounds then. Strangulation. <gasps> Bear, oh, being eaten by animals a bit. Ooh, bears. <laughs> was it? I feel like it's. I just feel like it's bears in my gut. Well, there were there were a couple of things. Um, this not so unusual, but interesting. That's what Yuri thought. Um. <laughs> oh, because he yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> Yuri has a podcast now. It's okay. Um, some of them appeared to have swapped clothes, suggesting that they had died at different intervals. Uh, for instance, uh, this was one of the women, and she had wrapped uh, a man's coat or long johns, I suppose, around her feet. Um, but also, her body showed signs of external injury. This was the only body to show signs of external injury. Specifically, her eyes were removed. Oh, what? God. Her tongue was removed. Ew. And she had a skull fracture. Um, but also an open wound. Oh, God. The other bodies had no signs of external injury, but they had, um, 
Yeah, they had internal injuries, i.e. fractured skulls, but no external sign of that broken rib. So, you know, kind of what you would expect from a fall. But then there was this woman with these kind of... Yeah. With no fucking eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I mean, that sounds like an Eaton situation. Okay. Those are the, those are the bits. Do you mean Eaton, the private school? No, yeah. That's why I thought. I thought it was like soggy biscuit, but it's soggy eyes. You don't eye. turn out that many prime ministers without a, a flexible <laughs> approach to eating people's eyeballs is all I'm saying. Just wait. <laughs> so you think they could have eaten the, the tongue and the eyes? I mean, it's what rats do. Mm, they're the softest parts. Oh, mm. did it right. look like it could have been eaten or cut In the out? brains. Well... What's interesting? So, as to my next question, was foul play (laughs) was foul play suspected? Were there any intensive investigations done once the Soviet authorities found these remaining four? Their play might be to like hush it up. So, I've just watched Chernobyl. Has anybody just watched the series Chernobyl? Yeah, and it's like (laughs) they were like thirty-one people died. It's like oh, so I don't think they did fuckle. Okay. I'm okay. getting poisoned too. <laughs> this is why Netflix is so important. Oh yeah, for our generation. the victim is a woman. Yes, yeah, so maybe they did. She took her own eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> she was asking for it. She was wearing those. Yeah, it was just a reenactment of Titus Andronicus, the God Out of Hand. She was <laughs> playing Lavinia. That's very funny if you think about the God Out of Hand bit of that. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and no, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. No. Uh, No, foul play was not suspected by the Soviet authorities. They ruled the cause of death as injury by some considerable force. Which is suspicious, right? (laughs) They closed the case promptly. Uh, One more thing. There were traces of radiation found on some of the clothing of the bodies. Oh. Well, where does that fit in? What were some of the theories of what had occurred? What do you think some of the theories that have come out of this case? Bears. Dead mounting. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dead mounting is uh, where they dump uranium. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Is it close? We I'm don't so know. <laughs> we don't know. This is an unsolved case. So this is all, this is speculation. But like, if they do solve it, like we win. <laughs> so take it seriously. I, I've already made my opinion clear. Okay, you have. Could you repeat it uh, for the drunk people? There was like either myself. some altitude sickness or like an oxia mm. in the tent. They were all breathing too much. They all went mental or one of them went mental, cut the tent open, bolted out into the darkness mm. and variously died in various ways. Possibly mm. the three down the ravine uh, decided to eat one another for food. Possibly not. Oh, see, oh you think see, one of the people might have come oh, yeah. yeah, or an animal that's a like really, a bear. You know, what? Like if you if you live in a the most dangerous thing in a house is a man and and, <laughs> and, and and then the second most dangerous thing in a house is a gun. So And the third is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> but like but it probably is more likely that it was one of them. Mm. Like it's entirely possible or she might have died on the fall on the way down and they just decided waste not want not. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a very Russian thing to do. They were probably like we regret delicacy. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting poisoned too. Well <laughs> Well Oh, you Before wish you were that important. I know, can you imagine? Oh I just keep burping and trying to like control the room like <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so before the Soviets like pretty abruptly closed the case, initially the Soviets blamed the local indigenous tribes. Oh. But what was flawed about that theory besides racism? Uh, <laughs> they didn't go to Dead Mountain because they thought it was haunted. 
Yeah. Yeah, they were like, don't come here. They you have dickheads. the perfect alibi. They never go there. But even more simple. They don't than like the that. flavor of ice. <laughs> <laughs> even more simple. They were all, all dead. <laughs> Just that there was no evidence of any other people oh, okay. there because mm-hmm. we're in the snow. So the one the one benefit of the snow, if there's one thing I've learned, it's that there were no other footprints there. There's no other signs of, okay. of animals or people. Um, okay. So unless they were a floating tribe, <laughs> <laughs> which they could be. Uh, so some of the other theories. Um, avalanche. The problem with this is uh, no, no signs of avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, <laughs> this remains one of the most popular theories wow. in Russia, even though there's no signs of an avalanche. And also, one of the members of the group was studying avalanche patterns. Patterns. And it's unlikely that they would have let them camp in a potentially dangerous area. Also, no avalanches were recorded in the area uh, subsequent to these events. But there are a lot of people that go like, avalanche. <laughs> we say avalanche. Yeah. Uh, there's some more outlandish theories. UFOs. Yetis. Mm. Ooh. Serial killer. Yeah, cheers Ooh. for yetis. <laughs> 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 Big yeti guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> I came for the drink. stayed for the yeti. <laughs> uh, Soviet experiments. Missile tests. I mean, some of these don't feel that outlandish in a way. Um, <laughs> She's getting poisoned. <laughs> It's been really fun, though. I've had a good year. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I feel kind of done. Um, (laughs) She has a child. I mean, fuck. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) It's... In 2013, a Russian official shared a previously classified set of documents uh, with journalists... uh, and assured them that there was no indication of foul play or a cover-up of any sort by the Soviets. But of course, this depends on how they honest would you think. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is this person still alive? The person who shared the yeah. documents. I don't have that information to hand, Katie. But that's a good question. Um, so, one of the most popular theories, even above the avalanche, Alice Freezer. The brain on the panel <laughs> is that an unusual occurrence happened because this mountain in particular shows unusual magnetic af- activity. It can throw off compasses by 30 degrees. Some theorize that a very rare weather occurrence where air swirls and causes a sound frequency, which humans can't hear, but affects their central nervous system oh. in a severe manner, caused a state of panic in all of the students. So they cut their way out of the tent and very much as you described, went crazy, panicked. A few of them sort of came to, as mm-hmm. it were, tried to light a fire. A few tried to go back to camp, but others fell into the ravine and then possibly an animal or a person. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what, What's what, Hannah right all along? What, mm. um, what caused the noise? A, a very rare weather occurrence, Katie. Oh. Keep up. <laughs> Sure, sure, okay. Detectives. (laughs) I mean, this was my original suspect, Zeus. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What is your gut feel, detectives? Is this, uh, was this a natural cause? Was this an accident? Or does this feel like a crime? Was there a cover-up? Well, it's, without knowing more about the, these, like, would, it would be a very elaborate way to kill someone to be like, oh, we want it to look like an accident, so let's destroy this trip they're going on. Mm. Um, 
Or it does sound like space madness. I know they're not in space. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that kind of like trip madness. Yeah. It sounds like... Well, I mean, you, you look at Everest where it's very well charted. Very oh, well and I do. I look at it. Always just sort of... Carking it in mysterious ways, yeah, because uh, they breathe too hard or whatever it happens yeah, to be. Like what would account though for the radiation? Because that is the part that it's Russia. They're all s- <laughs> <laughs> they're all swigging out of thermometers and <laughs> carrying around their lucky uranium. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, d- I d- it does seem like there could be something untoward going on with that. Mm. Well, what's interesting about this case, because sometimes when we actually do cold cases, there's a sort of sense of like, we can't solve it. We're just drunk women. Just kidding. We're amazing. (laughs) Um, This case was actually reopened in February 2019. Really? Yes, it was. Exclusive. (laughs) So the Russian government insists that there is no crime to uncover. But now, because we have very different technologies, they're going to go back through the fibers of the clothing and sort of determine why were these levels of radiation there. So who knows? Okay. Alice is right. Uh, Alice got it in five (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Once a lawyer. Always a lawyer. Ruining the fun early. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. Um, solving the crime, which ne- is what maybe. we're doing. Never watch television with me. I'm always like, he's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we've solved it today. We shall see what happens. But at any rate, here's to the brave explorers who went out into the Siberian Cheers. wilderness. Nostrovia. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> No one cheers to me. It was like it was like high school again. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm fun. I'm quirky. Hang out. Do we have Alex in here? We have a Alex. Okay, Alex, could you come up, talk into that mic, and tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I hope so, because if you wrote in and you're like, I got nothing, (laughs) very awkward. Yes, I do. Hello, Alex. Hello. Yes. So when I was 16 years old, I was doing my brother's paper round. Uh, oh, where he, was he? He was on a school trip. <laughs> oh, fine. Was okay. he, though? Was he? <laughs> you never know. It could be set up. The hard questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I was halfway around the paper round, and I went round the side of the little granny flat of this one house. Yeah. Left the bike on the front um, on the front drive. Someone's touching already. Someone <laughs> just went down the road on my, on the bike and I never saw it again. Oh, they stole your paper round bike with was, all the papers. It was, it was my brother's bike as well. Uh-oh. <laughs> so when you said you were the victim of the crime, what you really mean was your brother was the victim of a crime <laughs> and you were an accessory to a crime. <laughs> Look at the lawyer. <laughs> How old were you, Alex? Uh, I was 16. Oh, sorry, you said that at the beginning. Was wow, 16 older? doing a paper route. I mean, that is... <laughs> Like, I was a loser, but <laughs> that is pretty. Wow. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Was it a nice bike? Was it worth a lot of money? Um, I wasn't, well, I wasn't that upset because he was a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the person? Like, was it a bear? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some bald lad probably in his 20s or something like that. So. This is a traumatic crime, and I know we've just heard about some dead people with their eyes missing, but this hurts. <laughs> yeah, it's this is rough. Soul, isn't it? Is your brother still pissed off with you about this? Uh, I don't think so. No. Was he at the time? He was a little bit, because he was, he was having a good time on this school camp and mm. came back. And he's was it in Froome? Were they in Froome? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, <gasps> coincidence. No. <Ooh. laughs> 
Alex, we're very sorry. Do we uh, do we want to chime in? Who did this? Someone who wanted it. a bike and some newspapers. Maybe they carried on the round. <laughs> <laughs> Made a few bucks. This kid is so inefficient. I will do this myself. Well, Alex, uh, when you go back to your seat, if you have a look under the seat, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Alex, the whole point of this and putting yourself forward, round of applause for Alex. Yay, Alex. <laughs> he wins a prize. He what? wins a prize for being brave. What is that prize? <laughs> what? <laughs> if only it was a bike. If only it was a bike. No, it's a very high quality gentleman's umbrella. Don't open it inside, it's bad luck. We've got enough murder in this room already. Oh! oh! Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> too late. For the podcast, she said, uh, have I triggered Brexit or something? And the audience were very impressed. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you've not got a mic. I just need to... Alex, thank you so much for sharing your crime. <laughs> it's not a bike, but you're going to be dry. <laughs> Woo, Alex! Thank you. Thank you, Alex! Okay. Woo! That leaves us with just enough time to ask. Alice, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, I would like to plug my own podcast, which is called Tea with Alice, where I have tea with people. Uh, it's not got crime. It's not that funny. Uh, <laughs> I would also like to plug my show, which is at 8.45 at the Gilda Balloon downstairs in the billiard room. It's called Mythos, and it's about stories and lies, and I like it. so. And we saw it last night, and it's fucking great. So if anyone is free like after this, it's about, it's about 25 minutes yeah, after I'm this, gonna isn't go, it? Yeah, I'm going to go follow me (laughs) (laughs) it's the only time it's okay to follow one of our guests because i mean honestly it is so it is so brilliant it is so brilliant so So please do catch it it's yeah do follow me you can't rob me if you try (laughs) (laughs) alice razor ladies and gentlemen thank you so much thank you you guys have been lovely and we have been drunk women solving crime good night Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. You've heard the podcast, now buy the merch. There's a full range of certified organic cotton t-shirts, jumpers and hoodies all on the website. Just go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.